Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice with a quick news bonus here. Let's rewind a little because in case you missed it, the Mueller report, of course, contained 10 possibilities spelled out by Mueller and his team for obstruction of justice. But Mueller and his team refused to take a position as to whether the president should be prosecuted. And that, of course, was based on longstanding Justice Department policy, uh, a finding by the Office of Legal Counsel that a president is not subject to criminal indictment. That is a sitting president. So Mueller made no judgment. And then as Mueller's report came out, you may remember that Attorney General Bill Barr rushed into the vacuum, you might say, and uh, announced his own conclusion that the president was cleared of obstruction of justice, would not be prosecuted. Well, Here's something else to consider. In case you missed it, back in early May, May 6th, if I want to be precise, um, the question uh, was actually answered by somebody other than Bill Barr. And it allows us to ask, what if you were an actual federal prosecutor? Not the attorney general who oversees the entire federal justice department, but an actual federal prosecutor. What might you think about the information in the Mueller report? Is it the case that any of the material there, those 10 instances cited of possible obstruction, would give rise to charges of obstruction of justice if the subject were not the President of the United States? And here is the answer. Because on May 6th, a statement by former federal prosecutors, these are people who used to be United States attorneys, assistant United States attorneys, and high up members of the Justice Department staff, um, they all signed a letter um, that indicated that they had a very different conclusion in mind uh, than Attorney General Barr. And uh, you can see a complete list of all of the former Justice Department people, former U.S. attorneys who signed this list. They came from all administrations. They came from both parties uh, every administration in the last several decades, and they came to one rousing conclusion. Uh, there is indictable material for obstruction of justice in Robert Mueller's report. Uh, and they centered on several uh, particular ones. Number one, the attempts to fire Mueller. Uh, and then create false evidence. And you remember, we did a news bonus about that very thing, uh, centering on the actions of President Trump and then White House counsel Don McGahn. Uh, McGahn emerges kind of the star of this section. Uh, that's S-T-A-R, not two R's, as in Ken Star. He was the star of this section of the Mueller report in the sense that he was told twice by the president to fire Mueller refused to do so, uh, was on the, the, the brink of resignation, was talked out of resigning, and then was later told to issue a statement, again, by the president, that said that the president had never told him 
to fire Mueller when, in fact, he did. McGahn refused. And then the president actually asked him to create evidence, a document, some kind of record that showed that the president had never done this. Uh, the federal prosecutors who signed this letter uh, focused on that first and foremost. But they also looked at attempts to limit the Mueller investigation and also at witness tampering and intimidation. Uh, I want you to take the time to read this letter. We'll put a link to it up on our website. It is written in the very measured, almost bureaucratic prose that one would expect from former government lawyers. It is careful. It is it is cautious, but it comes to a ringing conclusion uh, in terms of the evidence that is in the Mueller report. Um, and I don't want people who are interested to miss this. So let me uh, uh, read one or two lines from this to you. And I'll quote directly. Here it is. We emphasize that these are not matters of close professional judgment. Of course, there are potential defenses or arguments that could be raised in response to an indictment of the nature we describe here. In our system, every accused person is presumed innocent and is always the government's burden to prove its case beyond a reasonable doubt. But... To look at these facts and say that a prosecutor could not probably sustain a conviction for obstruction of justice, the standard set out in principles of federal prosecution runs counter to logic and our experience. As former federal prosecutors, we recognize that prosecuting obstruction of justice cases is critical because unchecked obstruction, which allows intentional interference with criminal investigations to go unpunished, puts our whole system of justice at risk. We strongly believe that, but for the OLC memo, pausing here, the OLC memo, that's what I referred to before. That's the Office of Legal Counsel's long ago opinion that says presidents cannot be prosecuted while in office. Resuming the quote here, but for that memo, quote, the overwhelming weight of professional judgment would come down in favor of prosecution for conduct outlined in the Mueller report. Close quote. You see, well, I did not want you to miss that. Um, and, and I, you know, even weeks later here, you might ask, why am I bringing this to your attention? Am I simply wanting to stir the pot? Well, no. Um, I have simply seen over the last month how the president and many of his allies continue to say over and over, no obstruction of justice. He's completely vindicated. I don't think so. I don't think that's reasonable. I don't think it's factual. And the opinion, and that's what it is, it's an opinion of these hundreds. And the last I looked, the total was over 600 former justice officials uh, coming to this uh, separate and different conclusion uh, makes it very interesting and I think important to understand. Um, there's people talking about what was in the Mueller report and then there are people who've read the Mueller report and have deep experience with the system. So in case you missed it, we're going to put up the link to this DOJ alumni letter 
on our website so you can take a look at it for yourself so you can be fully informed. That is it for this bonus edition of Criminal Injustice. What do former federal prosecutors say about obstruction of justice? And you can check out our website all the time. That's www.criminalinjusticepodcast.com for all of our features and our in-depth interviews. A new one appears every other Tuesday. If you have a question about the criminal justice system uh, and you want an answer, something about our confusing and messy system, why don't you call in and I'll take a crack at it for you. You should ask Dave. In order to do that, call 412-407-3389. Again, 412-407-3389. Leave us your first name, where you're calling from, and your brief question. Also, give us some contact information in case we need to get in touch with you before we put your question on the podcast. But of course, we won't share that. Again, that number, 412-407-3389. I am David Harris, and I will be back with you next time. Criminal Injustice is written by David Harris and produced by Josh Rollerson. For more information, links, and past episodes, visit criminalinjusticepodcast.com. Criminal Injustice Podcast.